In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents... I really want to lose three pounds. Yeah, no, don't put me down for cardio. Diet starts tomorrow. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. I want to quit the gym. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands. With hosts Aileen Cooperman... Joey does a shampoo! ...and Sammy Fishbein. Whatever, I'm getting cheese fries. Hello and welcome back to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Sammy. I'm Aileen. And today we are back with one of your all-time favorite guests, Dr. Shari Marchbein. Um, if you guys have not listened to her first episode, which was not so long ago, like two or three months, um, go back and listen to it. It is so many people's favorites. And just for those of you who are who are just meeting Dr. Shari for the first time, she is a board-certified dermatologist and currently my dermatologist. And <laughs> we're so excited to have you back to talk about skincare and quarantine. Oh, thank you guys for having me. I am so, so excited to be here. How's everything going with you since we last saw each other? You know, what's funny is that seems like a lifetime ago, doesn't it? I mean, is that this year? Yes, you're right. It was like a month and a half ago or two months ago. It was literally, yes, it was in February, I think. It feels like forever ago. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but all I keep thinking about is like the last weekend that I was out before I went into quarantine with my kids. And I remember going to brunch with a girlfriend, but we didn't like hug or kiss because we were like, okay, let's not hug or kiss, but let's sit across from each other and have brunch. Yeah. And it's so weird because I would, I would, you know, really want to do that these days, right? We want to go out. I, I can't wait to like see my friends again and get a, give everybody hugs and kisses. And do the things that we're used to doing because we're so off of our routines these days. Seriously. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, and I'm literally homeschooling my children. So oh my I'm God, doing crazy. the thing. Yes. I'm doing the thing that I never in my life thought I would do. I am like many other parents in America right now, literally at home with my children being their teacher. So I'm being mommy teacher, which is really hard because I, I'm not, um, and they don't, you know, it's different than having an authority figure at school. My whole practice has shifted. So now I'm doing teledermatology. So everything that I'm doing, uh, like I had a call, literally a FaceTime with a patient right before I got on with you guys. So everything that I'm doing is now seeing patients from afar. So it's very different for me. Um, and I miss that like in-person interaction. So we've all, we all in our own ways are kind of dealing with um, this big shift. That's crazy. Like, I, I mean, actually, in the last episode, we talked about how I wanted to still see you, but virtually. I know. But um, how do you, like, I have, how do you know if like they don't have a filter on or something? <laughs> no, like, the thing. <laughs> so you check us out right now. You know, yeah, look at my skin. First of all, you guys are both stunning. Okay, you both look gorgeous. Um, <laughs> no, well, I've been doing you know, your regimen, so I hope. Yay! 
Yay. Okay, but we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how to continue doing a routine when you're in quarantine because it's really, really important. I've been doing the routine also. Um, but, you know, what most of what I'm doing is my established patients who need follow-ups and then, of course, new patients who were probably supposed to see me anyway and they still want to see me because we just don't know when we're going to be back in the office, right? Nobody knows when things are going to go back to quote-unquote normal. Yeah. Also, like the number, I would say I've concentrated on my skin so much more in the past like few weeks than I ever have. Like I, I yeah. am constantly like applying even just like lotions to my like legs. Cause like what else am I doing? All this stuff's here. I don't, you know, I don't, I, I'm not wearing like normal the, clothes. We're in, we're in zoom meetings and she's applying face lotion. <laughs> oh my God. That like, why hilarious. not? This is Listen, the time to, actually, to work on my skin and hair. It is, the, it is the time to do it. And it's really funny. The first couple of weeks, now uh, this is literally going on week five of quarantine. The first maybe two weeks or three weeks, I was feeling very, very weird about what I'm doing as a dermatologist, right? I'm like, okay, so the things that I would normally be doing, skin checks, finding skin cancers, treating acne, doing Botox and filler. I mean, because I do the gamut, doing surgeries. I'm not doing it normally anymore. I'm doing like a very abbreviated version of things. And it felt weird being a little bit of like a skin expert because people are dying of this virus and people are sick. And what I'm talking about, maybe it's not so important. But then I realized, you know what? It is important because our skin shows what's going on internally. There's a lot of stress that we're all under. And so I'm seeing not only for myself, but a lot of um, patients who are breaking out more these days. And then the other thing that's really interesting is as dermatologists, we've noticed that there are certain like rashes and skin findings for coronavirus. So we've been um, talking about that and publishing that data to try to get that kind of out into the universe. So even dermatologists there play a little bit of an important role. Like, what have you noticed um, type of skin conditions with coronavirus? Well, just as far, not coronavirus specifically, but right now with stress, a ton of acne, eczema, and hives. I'm just seeing so many patients present with that right now. And then, of course, um, for our first responders and our physicians and our nurses who are frontline, we're talking a lot about the rashes that they're getting from their mass. So the bruising that they're getting, the irritation, the, um, the irritation that they're getting. And then a lot of them are getting bad acne under their mass also. So we're seeing a lot of that. I'm talking to a lot of those genes. Um, and then there are a couple of things that we think are more specific for coronavirus. And one is kind of bruising on the toes and the fingers. It's something called Brineo. Um, and that's something now that's been published. And then there's sort of non-specific viral rashes that we're also seeing. That's crazy. Wow. Did you, yeah. did you, I, earlier before when we before we started recording, you just casually mentioned that you were also sick a few weeks ago. How are you yeah, feeling now? What what was that I'm like? Feeling, I'm feeling really great. Thank God. Um, I got sick maybe as we were going into quarantine. I started feeling really, really sharp chest pain um, and significant shortness of breath to the point where I literally could not wear my bra because I could not take a deep breath in. Wow. And you know, when, when you're feeling that, because a lot of us are so anxious right now, you start thinking, is this just anxiety? 
am I hearing about these symptoms? And I'm kind of like making them up. And I realized, no, I, I'm not. And um, I'm a single mom. So I was not able to go anywhere to get tested because I would have had to taken my kids with me and I didn't want to take my kids at quarantine either. So I thankfully um, was able to connect with my primary care doctor over like a telemedicine thing, which is exactly what I'm doing with my patients. And I was able to speak to some colleagues who work in the ICU and they, you know, felt that I had basically the pneumonia of coronavirus. Um, and so I was doing some treatments at home, um, some of the antibiotics and other treatments that we kind of know may help with coronavirus. Um, and I thankfully, it took about two weeks. And, it, you know, it was scary. I thought I was going to have to go into the hospital for oxygen at one point. And I'm like, let's see how I'm doing tomorrow. Um, yeah. And tomorrow maybe was a little bit better than the day before. So I'm feeling totally better now for about two weeks. So oh, symptoms for two weeks. We're happy yeah. you're feeling yeah, better. Thank you. Thank you. you. Yeah, but it's, it is scary. Were you really scared scary. that you were going to give it to your kids? I feel like that would be my like yeah. huge I fear. Was ex- I was extremely scared about that. Um, the good news is from what we're seeing, typically kids are less affected or not affected. In fact, they could be for all I know because they tend to be kind of silent carriers of it. But yeah, that was my main concern was, am I going to give this to my kids? The problem is right now, because we're all isolated, I couldn't give my kids to my parents because God forbid, I didn't want to give something to them. So it was this really tricky situation. And honestly, I was in a bit of a bind and I wasn't sure what I was going to do. And thankfully with the treatments got better because I was like, I was trying to make next plans. Like, okay, if I have to go to the hospital, who's going to take my kids for me? And are they going to be safe? And yeah. That's so scary. Yeah. So happy you're okay. Thank you, God. Thank you. I mean, unfortunately, everybody is really so many people are dealing with it now. And you know, we're on a subway twice a day. I was seeing hundreds of patients a week. So, you know, I'm in like, you know, people's space. And even though I was wearing masks for the one to two weeks before we went into quarantine, you can still, you know, it just, it happens. Yeah. We're so happy you're you're better. Um, It's really great to hear that you, you know, came out on the other side and everything was okay with your kids. Thank God. Yes. I just want to go back to something you talked about, which was um, like doctors who are having, um, who are like breaking out underneath their masks or having skin issues issues with that. Because we got a listener question about that specifically. Yes. So what would you recommend for someone dealing with that? Okay. So here's a, is that somebody who's in healthcare? Yeah. Okay. So a couple of things. What we're seeing is something called acne mechanica. It's a special kind of acne that people get almost from the trauma of something rubbing against their skin. You can get it from like a helmet if you're a football player or if you wear like a lot of baseball caps or hats, you might find that you break out underneath on your forehead. Um, So acne mechanica, again, can be from like a chin strap or a helmet or a hat or in this case, a mask. And so the thing is, I would treat it the way that I normally treat acne. And remember, almost every dermatologist has these telemedicine visits now. So in the same way that you can connect to me, either over FaceTime or um, by sending me photos of yourself, you can reach out to your dermatologist for them to prescribe medication to you. So the way that I would typically treat that is with topical antibiotics, um, something called benzoclin, which has clindamycin and benzoyl peroxide. Um, There are other versions of that. Retin-A is a cream that I very commonly use for acne. 
The problem is that retin-A will make your skin more sensitive and can actually cause some of that trauma and skin breakdown that we're seeing. So I'm being very careful about using retin-A um, in patients who are getting acne from a mask. And then oftentimes we'll use even an oral antibiotic now necessary just because we know it's temporary and will help. Um, over the counter, you can get a product called Differin, which is a less strong retinoid. You can use right. That? You could use yeah. salicylic. Yeah, you can use salicylic acid washes um, or gels as spot treatment. And again, your dermatologist is there to help. So if you want to start over the counter, you could try Differin as long as it's not irritating you or causing more trauma from the mask. You could use salicylic acid washes or um, or masks or cleansers or scrubs or whatever you want. Benzoyl peroxide washes or gels are great. Those would basically be the ones over the counter that I would use. You can also get something called azelaic acid over the counter. The ordinary makes it. Um, and we prescribe as dermatologists a stronger version of that. But those would be like the main things that I would get over the counter. And then if that's not enough, reach out to your dermatologist, do a telederm visit with them and let them you know, put you on some prescriptions. It may also not be just acne. So, you know, we're seeing flares of other things, something called perioral dermatitis. There's so many other things that are kind of flaring now. So it, it never is a bad thing to kind of reach out to your germ. And if you don't have one, you can start a new visit with somebody, you know, via telemedicine. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be like your established dermatologist. So just also like on that note, a lot of people wrote in and like I can speak to that also that like everyone is just kind of breaking out now, whether that's because they're yeah. indoors more or just from sheer stress. What do you yeah. think that they should do? Okay. So I think that stress, I have gotten so many questions like this also. And the first week in quarantine, I got like three gigantic cystic breakouts on my chin. So I can say pretty definitively, I think stress plays a big role in it. Um, and as you said, also indoors, like the air is more dry. We're not necessarily adhering to our normal skincare routine. We're not sleeping the way that we used to. So what happens when you are stressed out is there is a hormone called cortisol and that hormone goes up in your blood. That hormone then binds to the oil glands in your skin, the same ones that testosterone and progesterone normally bind to to make acne, so it can cause acne flares. So this is a perfect time, again, that you would either reach out to your dermatologist to get on an acne routine, and um, you know, Sammy knows, because you know we're sort of like, I do a routine and she does a routine, but I prescribe kind of a combination of things because hormones, um, even like your, your hormones from your period can play a role, I'll often use a, an oral medication called spironolactone. I'll put people on combinations of topicals, including benzoyl peroxide, clindamycin, retinoids, something called axone, which is a topical anti-inflammatory. So I'll do kind of combinations of things. And if you either don't want to see your dermatologist or you don't I don't know, you don't have the time or whatever, even though we all should because it's literally on our phone and computer these days, just go over the counter and you can start different. You can start a benzoyl peroxide wash. Um, you can start um, a salicylic acid wash. By the way, those are my kids knocking in the background if you hear that. I was like construction. Yeah. I do not, it literally, they're, they're like going to blow down the house any minute now. It's like the Sopranos. Um, guys, I'm on a call. I'm on a call. Um, I don't tell them that I'm on a call because they will literally harass me even more. So it's kind of secretively going in the bathroom <laughs> and locking the door. Right. Um, Just like hoping so that yeah. they can be entertained. It's the new normal. Literally. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it just, it is what it is. It's, you know, that old video that we saw, remember that guy on like the BBC yes. who's like kid waltzed in on like the scooter. This was years ago. Now we all get it. Like such is the life of a parent and working from home. So it just like your cat walks by the screen, you know, whatever it is. That was um, so the funniest you, video, by the way, when like the, the mom or video so, ever. like grabs yes. the kid. Yeah. It, like it's so great. <laughs> I want to watch that. Yeah, it's, but the, but that's exactly what it is. Like there is no such thing as like normalcy. Like whatever we could try to like fake before, like we've got it together. We're grown ups, and no, there's no. Our children are now involved, and we're at home on our couches. Um, so yeah, or so as I said, if you don't want to see your germ, then over the counter get Differin, uh, benzoyl peroxide, salicylic acid, and azelaic acid. That's where I would kind of start. And if that's not helping or that's irritating you, you have to see a dermatologist. Do you think now is a time to? like change up your skin routine because I considered calling you to be like, is there anything I should like add? <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what, so here's the thing. I think that now, like the most important thing to do now is to stick to a really good skincare routine. The question that I'm actually getting the most is, do I need to wear sunscreen? So yeah. everybody keeps asking me, like I'm inside, I'm not, not going out. Do I need my sunscreen? And I'm like, yes, unless you live in a cave, which by the way, you might live in a cave, but unless you're in some sort of underground dungeon cave type situation with zero natural light, you have to wear your sunscreen. So that's really important because UVA, which are those long rays of light that come through the window, cause sunspots and wrinkles and skin cancer. So you want to make sure that you're still doing that. And you want to stick to like a good skincare routine, what you were doing, right? Washing your face, wearing your sunscreen, applying your antioxidant serums. All those things are still really important. I wouldn't necessarily experiment right now because P.S., if you have an issue, and this is something that I've seen in my patients who have consulted me, you could get a rash and then you're going to have to reach out to me about the rash that you got from the new product that you started. So I think no matter what, if you have a relationship with a dermatologist, reach out to them first. Hey, PS, I'm wanting to add an eye cream and a neck cream, or I'm wanting to change this up. What do you think I should use? How do you think I should incorporate it into my routine? Because I'm seeing a lot of eczema from people trying new products that are just not sitting well with their skin. It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your own fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some Smalls to my friend in Brooklyn who is fostering kittens, and they took to it right away. It is delicious. It is nutritious. It is easy to serve. Yum, yum, yum. Eat it up. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh, protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now 
is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com slash DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find. But you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. Can I ask a personal question on on the topic yes. of both eczema and washing your face? Okay. Yes. I have, <laughs> I have seen that when after I work out, my face is, I mean, it's red, but then it's like, it hurts in some places yeah. on my skin. I don't know if that's a common thing. And then like, I'm very scared to wash my face to irritate it. Are there rules about like waiting to wash your face or because I'm definitely not wearing like any makeup right now. So I know it can't be for makeup. So yeah. You, what could that be? Like, is that eczema? Like, I don't even know. Yeah, it could be irritation from the sweat itself. It could also be hives. So some people get kind of hivey when they are sweating or hot. Um, and so you probably have just very sensitive skin. So I, and I've not, you know, I, I'm not up close and personal and like seeing you under my light right now. But well, I mean, your skin looks amazing, by the way. But I have a filter. You tell, filter. Like, do you... Do you <laughs> Do you consider yourself to have sensitive skin? It's like sometimes. Sometimes it's okay. sensitive and sometimes like I can put on the drunk elephant baby facial. Okay. P.S. That means that you still have sensitive skin. So oh, even okay. sometimes it's sensitive <laughs> or if you're feeling like dry or you're having trouble tolerating products, you have sensitive skin. And so um, what I would consider trying, but I don't know, is you could try an antihistamine before you exercise to see if that helps. The sweat itself might be irritating your skin. So actually like trying to rinse it off gently, you know, kind of right afterwards, even using like micellar water. I love micellar water. Yeah. That's just a super, super gentle way of like cleansing your skin. You could just do micellar water all over or splash your face with some water. You don't want to have sweat sitting on the skin anyway, because it can cause breakouts. So no matter what you want to do that. And also make sure that like, if you're sweating, you're not wiping your face in any sort of harsh way to kind of, you know, wipe off the sweat. Pat very gently use a soft towel. I mean, I'm assuming you're doing that stuff. You're <laughs> I'm just like right now, I usually just sweat all over my Peloton bike. <laughs> I don't get a towel. You know but then sometimes I'll like a great time to have a Peloton, by the way. Yeah. It's great. What a great I time love to have it. a Peloton. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah so I wish I had gotten one. You, you can still. You can also get like a cheap bike and then just sign up for the Peloton thing and like set it up with your phone, <laughs> by the way. People have been doing that. That's um, a good idea. Yes. So like just, I yeah, I'll just go in the shower because obviously I'll shower after workout and I'll put on really cold water to make my face feel better. So maybe it's like a combination of like the sweat and the heat, but I'm just... I'm, exactly. I'm like, I, I think it's that. It's probably some dilated blood vessels. Again, I would consider doing an antihistamine. I would consider right. just... You know, washing off very gently afterwards. Sometimes showers can be irritating too. And sometimes it is just from the blood vessels in the skin dilating from the heat. Okay. That's really helpful. I thought there was something wrong with me. So <laughs> there is nothing question. wrong with you. And <laughs> that happened. And you're just a sensitive skin person. Just a sensitive gal. You are. You're a sensitive gal. And also make sure that you're moisturizing really well. I'm finding that indoor fumes are finding this my lips and face and my body are so dry. Yeah. I mean, right in New York, the heat is still on. And although I don't leave mine running during the day, 
I mean, my lips are so parched and we're not used to being in our apartments all day long. So I'm constantly slathering on either like Vaseline ointment or CeraVe healing ointment or Aquaphor, any of those, just to keep like my lips kind of moistened and hydrated. And then you want to make sure that you are using thick, creamy moisturizers. Just because you're not outside doesn't mean that like we should not be moisturizing. So um, CeraVe cream in the jar, Vaseline, um, um, lotion, those are all great options just for the body. Okay. That's good to know. Can I ask a question about a specific product that a lot of our friends have been using and that is baby foot? What is your take on baby yes. foot? Okay. The, the foot peel. So this yeah. is literally, if you, if you guys have not seen this, it literally like peels off. Oh, you have it. Oh my God. You I, I'm going to do it today. I just yes. ordered it. So it's coming. Oh my, it is literally, it's almost like the grossest thing you've ever seen. Yeah. It takes layers and layers off of your foot. You know, I actually love it because when is there a better time to have like your foot looking kind of gross and none, I haven't put on a shoe in five weeks. So, you know, it's a great time to do it. But, um, the other thing that you can do if you don't have that or like Amazon's out or you don't want to order it, I have just a pumice you know, stone in the shower. And I literally use that every day or every other day. And then you have to make sure that you're moisturizing your foot afterwards. So the thing about the feet is the feet are the thickest skin of the body. And that's for an obvious reason. We're walking on our feet. So it's very, very thick skin. And this peel literally, which is like a mixture of acids, will take off multiple layers from the bottom of your foot. It's so pretty excited. it's pretty cool and literally it's gonna feel like a baby's bottom when you're done. Yeah. Is your foot so I, I like it. in size. <laughs> no. <laughs> you're so cute. No, it doesn't do that. It's I mean, it's I have a big foot. That- so <laughs> No, honey, it does not do that. But what it does do is all that you know how a lot of times we get the cracks on our heel or by like our big toe, or even a lot of times we'll get like those little calluses or corns on the bottom of the feet or the top of our toes. It will definitely help you with that. But it is a process. I mean, have you seen our the friends post? have done it yes. and they've showed us my and that's yeah. Yeah, our gross. friend, she like, she was like it looks like I, a dinosaur is molting. She was like, it Yeah, I did like my a snake is shed. Correct. Yes. Yeah. She did her peel and I'm like, oh, send me. And I meant like send me the link. And she sent me these disgusting pictures. <laughs> Piles of, her, of like, skin. Oh my God. And then she it was like the size of her face. Like she's holding it up. I'm like, are you holding saran wrap? Ew. And like, but it's like oh, parchment paper. She's like, no, that's my skin. <laughs> I'm like, it is, I'm vomiting. It's, un, it's unbelievable. But, but then, then I bought listen, it. But then you have to keep up with it, right? Because it's going to get thick again. So that's why I think doing that is great. But then get a pumice stone or something that you're doing in the shower and just make sure that you're moisturizing your feet. I have to tell you, one of my kids thinks that he's officially a dermatologist. Um, <laughs> One of my other kids like scraped his foot the other day, and I guess there was some loose skin. I'm thinking about it because you said something about like the bag of skin. And he comes to me after he's like, "Mom, I did surgery. I got his skin off. I have no idea what he did to it to get it off. I don't know if he like pulled it off or cut it off or whatever he did. But apparently now he's like, I'm a dermatologist, and That's he thinks great. he's like a skin expert because he pulled off a tiny piece of skin from Wait, my other do, son. Do you watch? Do you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? 
Um, I have seen it. I love Larry oh, okay, David. So this last this last uh, season, there was the exact same plot line where like Larry went to go wanted to go see his dermatologist, but instead his the son of the dermatologist was giving all the advice. So that's <laughs> that's gonna there be your go. situation. <laughs> that's literally my children. Like I'm doing it. I'm taking the skin off. I'm like guys. I do more than that. That's not like that's not what I do all day. <laughs> Um, I have there, I have another question from a listener. Yeah. We were talking about sleep before. Um, somebody asked, why do I still have eye bags if I'm getting nine plus hours of sleep? Okay. What could that be? Great question. Great question. The thing is, dark under eye circles or puffiness under the eyes is not just because of sleeping. There's a large genetic component to it. So when that's happening, there. if you guys touch around your eye right now, you'll feel underneath. That is a bone called the orbital rim. And that bone literally is like your eye socket, right? And you can see it goes up top. So it goes all the way around your eye to your brow. Uh-huh. And then where it stops is where your eyeball sits. So there are multiple kind of um, clumps of fat, call them fat pads around the eye that cushion it. And in certain people, if you're young, it's usually genetics, like mom or dad probably looks like this also. Those fat pads literally are popping out from behind that bone. So oftentimes you'll appear to have kind of that fullness or that swelling, even though you're getting appropriate sleep because this just genetically is who you are. The other thing is allergies can contribute to it. So if you're having, and right now seasonal allergies are terrible. So you're shaking, okay, you're shaking your yes. head, right? So, right, seasonal allergies are awful right now. So antihistamines can sometimes help like Zyrtec or Claritin or Allegra because when you have allergies, the drainage is not as good, the lymphatic drainage. And so you can be feeling very puppy and have a lot of extra fluid there. And then the other thing is I lay flat at nighttime. Gravity is not our friend. So all the fluid is kind of cooling on our face. And that's why when we wake up, it's often the time that we're the puffiest during the day as that fluid is allowed to drain because of gravity, it tends to improve itself. So you can sleep propped up with a pillow. This is where even applying something cold to the eyes would help. Like we, you know, it's sort of that age old, like cold cucumber slices or cold tea bags that would help with the swelling as well. But it's likely a combination of kind of allergies, laying flat, poor lymphatic drainage, and then genetics. Like if you genetically are prone to having um, sort of more fat coming out from behind that, um, that bone, that's going to happen. In my office, I will use things like filler to kind of camouflage that, that little fat pad by injecting it along the bone and filling in the hollow that's there. Certain under eye creams that have caffeine in them, so you can look for caffeine or coffee berry, can help constrict blood vessels and um and kind of tighten the skin a little bit in that area and make those less prominent. So I think antihistamines, under eye, you know, creams that have caffeine or coffee berry in them, um, sleeping propped up. I think I already said that if I didn't say the antihistamines, I said it. Uh, so it like uh, under eye circles, it's not one size fits all. And they're often the most difficult. And then if they're still there, I usually recommend surgery. You can have surgery actually to take those little fat pads out and oculoplastic surgeon would be the person to do that. P.S. We're not doing that in quarantine, but the other things that I mentioned would be very easy to try while you're not going anywhere. You know, it's interesting you mentioned the fat pads because when I've been like heavier in my life, I, I would look at like photos of myself and I'd be like, why do my eyes look so fat? 
Yes. And I know that that like sounds ridiculous. I mean, Lena's like looking at your face like she's so ridiculous right now. But yeah, like I always felt like you could see my eyes, a difference in my eyes when I like Correct. lost or gained weight. And now Correct. you're confirming well, that that is a real yes. thing. No, it is. And think Dying. about it. Look, we have Sorry, look multiple staff. You're like, you're like, I've done it. I'm a genius. I was I'm right dying. this whole time. I did it. Um, no, but the thing is, we have fat pads all over our face, right? It's what gives us structure. It's why when we age, those start falling also. That's what gives us some of that jowliness. I mean, everything kind of starts falling. So we have lots of different fat pads. I know, hun, I know. Look, we're pointing <laughs> to like our cheeks and everything else. But we have fat pads all over our face. You guys probably have seen that trend of this is called the buckle fat. I'm pointing to my um my the middle of my cheek right now of that buckle fat pad being removed to give you that more like chiseled look. The thing about that is if you take that out now because having fullness to our face is a sign of youth. So if you end up having that removed, I always think to myself and I really don't know the answer because it's so trendy right now. We don't have like 20 30 years of data. 20 years from now, are you going to look so sunken and hollow? You're going to want that fat back, right? You end up doing filler and fat transfer and other things to get people volume as they get older. But yeah, the under eye is, is, um, is a pesky area because it can make you look tired and it can make you look kind of unhappy even with that, you know, that puffiness there. So I hear you. Not that we're doing this now, but like tear trough fillers. I feel like people have yes. done that and that looks really good. But again, that's irrelevant what I was, for the time being. <laughs> no, but that's what I was saying. I use filler all the time in my office for that. There's a filler called Restylane. It's a hyaluronic acid filler that I really love. It doesn't absorb a ton of water. So you won't look super puffy afterwards. But that is a very high risk area to fill somebody because we know that if you inject filler into a blood vessel or God forbid in or near the eye, you could potentially blind somebody. You really do need to see somebody who is like very, very skilled. And again, that would for me be a board certified dermatologist, oculoplastic surgeon or plastic surgeon who does a lot of these because that's a very high risk area. You don't just go to like anyone to kind of have that filler done, but that's a great way of doing it. Injecting some filler right underneath the fat pad on the bone itself, on the orbital rim can camouflage that fat pad and make it look so much better. And it's instantaneous. It takes 15 minutes to do it. So you don't have to have surgery necessarily. It just depends kind of who you are and what your anatomy is. Got okay. it. Speaking of just fat in general... <laughs> Sorry, take out, take out. Speaking That's not of how fat. I want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should keep I'll that do. in. I'll I'll keep it in. Speaking of fat, is there anything that is there anything that you think that we're eating right now that could improve or worsen our skin that we should maybe like try to cut out? Not for like again, not for weight loss, even just for like yeah, yeah. But speaking of fat, so here. So here are the things, and I'll just say this about, speaking of fat, I'll just say this about quarantine. And I, I read this really amazing um, thing this morning. I want to like, I want to pull it up so I can get the, um, I can get the title of it. It said basically that our goal is to arrive. And I thought this was re- your, your only goal is to arrive. And it was this really beautiful story about how in quarantine, so many of us are putting a ton of pressure on ourselves. Like, are we going to come up with the next revolutionary business? And are we going to be right? I like you're shaking your head. You're like, Mm-mm. are we going to, um, 
are we going to, you know, be like the best parent ever and homeschool like uh, amazingly and be wonderful at my job and clean like my, you know, like I'm a pro. But no, our goal is to literally arrive at our destination safely and while being, I think, graceful and kind to ourselves doing it so we don't put too much expectation on ourselves. As far as the health of our skin, number one, Plenty of water, obviously, we know is important. Having a healthy, balanced diet where you're eating a lot of fruits and veggies is also really good for you. We know that high sugar foods can actually potentially break down collagen, um, and it can also cause acne. So high sugar or high glycemic index foods, so those are foods that are high in sugar, carbohydrates that spike your blood sugar very quickly. So it can even be things like iced teas, um, you know, cake, cookie, bread. So a lot of those things can, can spike, I know it's like all the things that we want to eat, can yeah. spike your blood sugar and can actually cause some breakdown of collagen and again, can cause acne and other things. So I would try and avoid those if you can while being, you know, gentle on yourself and knowing that we're all in quarantine and we're all stressed and we're doing the best that that kind of we can do. I think if, if you can get fresh fruits and veggies and drink plenty of water, you're in good shape. I That's helpful. Sorry. Yes, definitely. <laughs> what did you say? So oh I love God, bagels. I mean, oh yeah, I, know. I love bagels too. Stuff. I have not Cake. had a bagel in five weeks, and I need one. I know, <laughs> I one. but here's the thing: like, no you bagel at this point is going to be what you want it to be because the beauty of a New York bagel is that you get it like from that when it was made that morning, and like, yes, they're it's still just making not the bagels. So unfreeze it it's in your apartment. It's what are you guys no, talking no, about? It's not, they're still making bagels. <laughs> yeah, but like, know, you don't you're, have, I'm not going to like gotten delivery. It's not this. Go get I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I don't like, you know. I got I got delivered uh, a delicious bagel. Let me tell you, the other day. Did I, you? Yeah. Do you guys want to know what I put on it? It yeah. really made my yes. entire day. Yeah. It was a lunch. It was a lunchtime sandwich. It was honey, uh, turkey, lettuce, tomato, onions, red onions sliced thin, and some Russian dressing. And it was that sounds great. I I ate half for That's lunch half for later and it was the best day of my life <laughs> so that far that does sound great what i would give her I a bagel to... from zucker's right now oh e just Yum. to just to whole know it's everything an, everything whole wheat everything that's the key toast <laughs> and scooped a little yeah. salt yeah. So, that, so that there's pockets for the in insides yes oh my god <laughs> more, have more you guys tried that you know that coffee drink that everybody's talking about oh i haven't tried it but have you? It, it uses instant coffee. So I was thinking about you because I know how much you love your instant coffee. Oh, yeah, so, I do. <laughs> yeah. So this Does it instant coffee work on under eye bags? <laughs> Wait, caffeine? I mean, drinking it, it, probably not. Um, it does have caffeine in it. So anyway, I'm trying this this new drink, this coffee drink that everybody's doing that's like frothy and whipped and it's Did supposed like to be it? almost like dessert. Well, I don't have any of the ingredients in my apartment, so I ordered them from Amazon last night. And when I get them in two weeks, I'll let you know how it is. Guys, everyone's <laughs> so exciting getting packages. Everyone's getting something stuff. on the instant coffee trends. Like you know, I've been sitting here. I know you're a genius. I I, I got these like beautiful canisters that I put my coffee, my instant coffee in, and it's like a gourmet Starbucks whatever in my yes. pantry. Yes, yeah. you're so smart. And now they're price gouging it because they know that everybody wants it. Yeah. I'm serious. Doing I, I paid like $22, something crazy. To get a, a set of nuts. weights, it's like $100. Yeah. I'm so happy I bought that before. <laughs> 
crazy. <laughs> Guys, as many of you know, I've been on an alcohol-free journey. Please don't hold it against me that I just said journey, but I have. And one thing that I've really missed on this journey is beer. But now with Athletic Brewing, I'm able to get that delicious beer-like taste in my mouth without any of the alcohol. It's amazing. Just so you guys know, I used to love sours. I'm a big sour drinker and I really miss that taste. And now I don't have to miss out on it. It's amazing. Whether you're trying to cut back or you just want to explore a non-alcoholic alternative, Athletic Brewing is often a game changer. They offer a variety of different full-flavored brews with no alcohol allowing you to sip and celebrate anytime and anywhere. Do you like hazy IPAs, sweet fruity sours? Now you can enjoy this style without the hangover the next day. They offer hassle-free delivery right to your door when you order at athleticbrewing.com. Athletic brews bevs you can drink anytime, anywhere, and still go right back to whatever you were doing. It's a great fit for parenting, playing sports, watching sports, doing chores, late nights, and early mornings, so you can imbibe without worry. Try Athletic Brewing non-alcoholic beers for yourself. Use code DST to get 15% off your first order at athleticbrewing.com. That's code DST at checkout for 15% off your first order. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company fit for all times. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun, but the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Okay, we have some general questions, not like necessarily grouped together by topics. Just I'll just throw them at you. Okay. Yeah. Um, I can't use retinol due to my sensitive skin. Am I doomed to have wrinkles and breakouts forever? Okay. Well, first of all, everybody's going to get wrinkles because that is a part of aging and God willing, we are all lucky to age. So our goal should not be to have no wrinkles. I have them. And, uh, although I am certainly due for my Botox and would like perhaps few of them, fewer of them right now, we all have them wear it as a badge of honor and you're not supposed to have none. Um, and even retinoids are not going to help you with that. If you are too sensitive, so just for everybody listening right now, Retinoids are a class of vitamin A derivatives that we use basically because they stimulate collagen, they unclog pores, they 
um, turn over your cells more quickly. They can make your skin look radiant and glowing and healthy. They help with fine lines. I mean, they're like it's the backbone of any anti-aging routine as well as a great acne routine. There are many degrees of prescription retinoids. So I mentioned to you guys before that there's an over-the-counter called Differin, which is a very, very mild retinoid, or else that's the kind of strongest over-the-counter retinoid. That's great. If you've got acne, maybe you can't tolerate the prescription ones, but you can tolerate Differin. Um, and if not, there are other things that we can use that are similar that your dermatologist can kind of give you as like that I mentioned before. Um, but you can get cosmeceutical or medical kind of strength or grade skincare products that have retinol in them. So retinol is less strong than prescription retinoids. And those are still great at helping to improve the quality texture of your skin and help with eye lines while not being as strong. Will it treat your acne? No, but there are a of them over the counter. I mean, CeraVe, La Roche-Posay, L'Oreal, Olay, if you go and look right now, they're all making retinol. Like you don't even have to come to me for it. They're all making them. Um, there are a couple that I really love that are maybe perhaps a few grades higher than that. Um, Skin Better makes a great one called Alpha Ret. I love that one. And SkinCeuticals makes a great retinol also. So there are many different versions. It's really, really rare that I can't find anyone to tolerate a retinol, which is, the, again, like the over-the-counter um, strength. The other thing is there is an ingredient called Bacuchiol, B-A-K-U-C-H-I-O-L. It's a K-beauty ingredient. And the amazing thing about Bacuchiol is it's really, really gentle on the skin, but it works on the retinoid receptor. It's anti-aging. So I love it because you can use it for anti-aging, but it's great for sensitive skin. So if you absolutely can't tolerate retinol, Bacuchiol it is. That was a great answer. Yeah. Very helpful. I, I like have that. some follow-up questions <laughs> on yeah. the side later. <laughs> Yes, call me, call me afterwards. <laughs> I have a question. Um, are face masks actually helpful? And if so, do you have ones that you recommend and how often should we be doing them? Okay. Now, the funny thing when people say face mask is, I don't know if we're talking about a protective face mask. Oh, like no, like sheet, sheet masks <laughs> or like um, okay. anything that you could... No, I'm asking because I'm currently doing a media story about face masks and it took me like two minutes to realize we're not talking about a sheet mask. We're actually talking about like a protective face mask. Oh, no. So now I don't know. No, I think we're talking we about, talking? wait, which one are we talking yeah. about? The a sheet, sheet mask. mask? Yeah, sheet mask. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing about masks. I do not think that they are absolutely necessary as a part of a routine. You guys have heard me talk about kind of the main essential necessary things. It's essential to wash your face twice a day. It's essential to wear a vitamin C antioxidant serum in the morning, and it's essential to wear sunscreen in the morning. At night, you have to wash your face again. I would use some sort of anti-aging retinoid, retinol, or bacuchiol, and then I moisturize again. Those are the most essential things. Everything after that, including eye creams, neck creams, uh, face masks, those are all add, you know, things that you can add if you want to. So let's say that you're acne prone. You can use masks that have clay or charcoal charcoal in them um, to help kind of clean out some of your pores and purify the skin a little bit. If you're dry, you can get a mask that has hyaluronic acid and other hydrating ingredients like B5, which is um, panthenol. So it really depends what you want to target. I think now is kind of a fun time to do a mask. You've like 10 minutes to leave it on. Honestly, what else are we doing, right? We're, we're at home. This is a great time to do a mask. So if you want to do a mask 
one time a week, two times a week because you love how it feels and you're doing something that's hydrating on the skin or you're breaking out and you want to use something that has clay or charcoal to kind of purify and clean out your pores, I say go for it. Um, I, you know, I, I, I have them in my, um, so I keep sheet masks in my fridge where they're cool. I also love like a hydrogel eye mask and on like St. Ives makes hydrogel eye masks and I bring them on planes with me, but those are great. You leave them on for 10 minutes. They're super hydrating. They're very cooling. It's a nice fun way to pamper yourself. Do I think that that should substitute for like some other skincare? No, but is it a fun thing to do? Absolutely. Is there like a too many mask limit? Oh, I would not. So that, um, that is is one of those like don't overdo. Yeah, absolutely. Like, don't overdo your skincare. I don't think that most people should not be scrubbing every day. You know, we should probably do a scrub one to three times a week. And I think a face mask one to three times a week max is really kind of perfect. If you start doing, if you're like overdoing your skincare routine, you are going to freak out your skin. It's going to be red. It's going to be dry. It's going to be irritated or you're going to cause breakouts. So yeah, like less is more with a lot of those things. Speaking of that, I th- I don't think we actually talked about this last time, but um, somebody asked about exfoliating and you're just talking about how, like how it's too much to do more than um, one to three times a week. So the question is how yeah. much exfoliating is too much? My skin seems to be responding to it, well to it. So wh- how do we know like if we are removing like the dirt from our pores, like how do we know how much is too much? Okay. That's a great question. So I want to break down exfoliation first, just into the two types. There's chemical exfoliants, which use um, alpha hydroxy and beta hydroxy acids. So that's things like glycolic, lactic, salicylic acid. There's something called polyhydroxy acid that we're hearing a lot about now, which is like a more gentle acid. And obviously there are lots of other acids as well. Um, And then there's physical exfoliants, which are scrubs or brushes. Like when someone's doing a clarisonic brush, or a scrub with like a fine particle. So breaking those two things down, chemical exfoliants sometimes are more gentle on the skin than the physical ones, but I really do love a scrub, like a physical exfoliant. And if you like me, who I have sensitive skin, but I'm kind of oily and acne prone, you can do one up to three times a week. So you could do one every other day. If you're very sensitive, I would stick with one time a week and see how your skin tolerates it. And again, you should not be scrubbing with it. You should be very gentle with it because the scrub is already like doing the work for you. So you don't need to like abuse your skin and like tear it to shreds, you know? It's, yeah. Do you know what I, Like some people yeah. feel like they really have to be aggressive. Don't be aggressive with it. Find something with like a teeny tiny particle. Sugar scrubs are good or very, very fine scrubs that are either like apricot shell or walnut shell, but like teeny tiny particle sizes. And then you just very gently do it with the tips of your fingers. So you're not being too harsh for, you know, 30 seconds or less, and then rinse off gently and pat dry. And of course, you're moisturizing afterwards. If you're using a chemical exfoliant, which I use those as well, that is something that I tend to do at nighttime. And again, those would be things like glycolic acid, lactic acid, salicylic acid, and often they're combined together. I would start with once a week and you could do it a max of three times a week, but don't do both of them. Don't be doing like a physical exfoliant in the morning and a chemical exfoliant at night. That's way too much. Also, if you use Retin-A or any other retinoid, I would um, hold off that day if you're going to do an exfoliant, at least a chemical exfoliant. So I wouldn't do it nighttime like Retin-A and glycolic acid. It's going to be too irritating for the skin. 
So yeah, I was going to ask. So it's going to be outlier. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask if there's like any type of serum that you should not use after using, after doing a chemical exfoliant, but that answers that. I, yeah, I think um, the retinoids are things that I would avoid because they can both make the, you know, both the chemical exfoliants and the retinoids can make your skin very sensitive, but you could apply right afterwards a hyaluronic acid serum. That's a great idea. Or a moisturizer that has ceramides and hyaluronic acid, right? Uh, glycerin. These are all like ingredients to kind of look for that are very soothing on the skin and that hydrate it. So those would be great to use. Okay. Well, that was like, basically we touched almost every single question that everyone chimed in about, like from email or Instagram. So awesome. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches.
Aileen, it's time for the DST email of the week presented by Noom. Noom is the habit-changing solution that helps users learn to develop a new relationship with food. And speaking of new relationships with food, I think we're all noticing changes in our relationship with food in quarantine. And this listener wrote in to ask about the effects of food on your skin. Okay, I'll do the honors. Okay. Hi, Sammy and Aileen. I love the show. All the quarantine advice you've been giving is really helping my mental state right now. I'm also a devoted follower of the DST Instagram and saw a post that Dr. Shari is coming back on. So I hope it's not too late to get my question answered. Clearly not. Um, ever, since, <laughs> ever since the quarantine started, my food selection has gone to absolute shit. I'm constantly ordering out for places I usually don't visit, including fast food, pizza, you name it. Even though I have more time at home, I'm actually cooking about the same amount as before, but eating a lot more. I think it may be the stress of the situation. It also may be the boredom. It's probably all of the above. I also have been having the worst skin issues of my adult life. I usually have really good skin with an occasional pimple around my period, but my acne is flaring up for the first time since I was in my early 20s. I'm 32 now, and it's rough. I've tried Googling it, but there's no clear answer. I haven't been wearing any makeup lately, so I thought that would make it better. Could it just be all the greasy foods I've been eating? Please ask Dr. Shari what I can do to get my skin back to normal. This pandemic has taken away my freedom. Please don't let it take away my good skin, too. Aw. <laughs> First of all, that honestly is such like a it's such a heartfelt question, right? Because mm -hmm. you can hear like how upset she is. First of all, if you're in New York, I'm serious, do a consult with me. I'll talk to you over FaceTime and we can like chat about it and see what we can do. But that's exactly what we mentioned before. Remember I said that these high glycemic, high sugar foods, carbs, uh, sugary foods, again, even sugary sweet drinks will spike up your blood sugar quickly. That causes an increase in something called insulin-like growth factor, and that causes acne and other skin issues. And that um, sort of that sugariness also can break down collagen and make you just look dehydrated and, and even more wrinkly. So what you just said is exactly what I had mentioned before about those foods. What I would do is, so the interesting thing about quarantine is I now cook, I exclusively eat out. I have like never cooked in my life. I am now cooking three meals a day because we don't even order in. And what I'm doing is I'm having our local supermarket down the block deliver fruits and veggies to me twice a week. So I have a ton of those and we're just eating a lot of fruits and veggies. If, um, if this viewer listener can even order like frozen uh, fruits and veggies, they can do that. But if they're able to get to a supermarket or order in from a supermarket, make sure that you're doing that as opposed to ordering in. Because I don't think that the skin issues are going to stop with the current kind of food that is being consumed. We need to cut down on kind of processed sugars and carbs and eat a lot more fresh fruits and veggies, drink plenty of water. Um, and, and the good news is, this is temporary. I certainly don't think that this is going to last forever. And I don't think that her skin is like damaged because of it, but you know, she might need an acne routine and I would definitely change up like what is being eaten right now, because those sort of foods are, are never going to um, kind of be great for the skin. And this just goes to show the strong, there's such a strong connection between our gut and what we like eat and consume and what shows on our skin. I mean, if we never thought that before between stress and what we're eating and how our skin actually looks, we certainly know it now. Yeah. So that, that's case in I, point. I also feel like when she's saying like the stress of the pandemic, a lot of it 
from my personal experience also comes from this pressure to have to eat healthy and then like yeah. it backfires and then you end up overeating like all of this sort of guilt food and that like yeah and then it goes in a cycle and create then you experience the guilt and then you overeat just from like from my experience just like relieving that valve pressure like yes. kind of calms you down and that reduce the stress and then you end up wanting to eat the fruits and vegetables so exactly having the fruits and veggies in the like your apartment is the most important thing because if you have them there you'll eat it so at least have it there it's not to force yourself to do it i'm a vegetarian actually so i'm like i mm-hmm. eat primarily fruits and veggies but um but having it there at least is helpful it doesn't mean that after dinner i didn't go and get you know my chocolate ice cream with my with the, with the chocolate sauce and all that other stuff because I did. And I think it's really important to indulge yourself. Um, also, I will just say a lot of us are drinking quite a bit because of the stress and alcohol may not help that either because of the dehydration. So I think, you know, drink in moderation, eat in moderation. That's always the best thing. This is not the time to like start a diet or yeah. try to lose 15 pounds and try to like put that stress on yourself be forgiving to yourself, be kind to yourself. But we also do know that how our skin looks affects how we feel. So how she's feeling right now, stressed out, and she's not necessarily eating well, is affecting her skin. And that's also affecting how she feels about herself. So if you need to do a teledermatology visit with a dermatologist, and then when you can try and eat less of the processed foods and more of the fresh fruits and veggies, that's all. That's a great point about the alcohol too. Like that definitely affects your skin like dries it out yeah. completely and then you don't get good sleep yeah exactly then you're not sleeping you really need still like eight hours of sleep i was staying up i'm not lying the first few weeks i was up until 3 30 in the morning i could not fall asleep i was like consumed i would get stuck on facebook or instagram and i had to really force myself no this is not healthy i need to stop doing that also and i need to be able to get some sleep so yeah these are all vicious cycles but the most important thing truthfully be forgiving at like 10 30 the other night I just said to myself you know what i need to stretch and i turned on a 20 minute like relaxing yoga thing on youtube in my living room and i just like I wasn't even like trying to do anything major. I just wanted to move a little bit. And it felt so great to do that. Put on the Headspace app and meditate for a little while. Like anything that you need to do to try to like calm, you know, relax, take some deep breaths. I think those are all really important things right now. That's actually very similar to my non-scale win. Um, But I'll get to that in a bit because (laughs) we have an audience non-scale win. But before we read that... Um, We just want to say thanks again to Noom, the presenting sponsor of the DST email of the week. Because everyone is different, Noom adjusts your lifestyle. They teach you the psychology behind the decisions you make and help you keep track of everything from workouts and steps to analyzing your diet and recommending healthy recipes. Noom also connects you with a personally assigned goal specialist and a community of other Noomers. So you all have the support you need to empower your change. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com slash DST. That's N-O-O-M.com slash DST. What do you have to lose? Again, visit Noom.com slash DST to start your trial today. N-O-O-M.com slash DST. So should we read an audience non-scale win? Let's do some non-scale wins. Yay! 
Okay, I will do this one. Hi, Aileen and Sammy. <laughs> when I started to self-quarantine, I found that my skin and my mental health was at an all-time low. My kids, my husband, and my new puppy are making me crazy. I got on a new medication for my skin for my dermatologist, but my mental health felt worse than ever. Side note, depression is a side effect of the new drug I'm on for my skin. I decided to take an hour for myself every day to walk outside. I listen to you guys or music, and then I walk a few miles around my neighborhood on warm days. If I feel lazier, I sit in the sun in my backyard. I told my husband that it's my one hour of the day that he has to watch my kids and figure out everything on, out on his own. And it's been amazing for my mental health. I like to do it around two or three, so it breaks up the day nicely. I find that I'm kinder, more patient, and more optimistic afterwards. I hope it helps someone who needs a little break too. Sincerely, a calmer bitch. I love that. Yeah, yeah that is that great. It's really important to take that time for yourself. The, you the have to do that. The funniest and kind of relatable line is is um figure everything out on his own and figure everything out on his own. It's really funny. Um, I feel like that's not how my household is though, so I like can't really like I'm the one who has to figure everything out on her own. I can't. Um, what are your guys's non-scale wins? So mine is a lot like what Dr. Sherry was saying, which was that I surprised myself by like so you know I work out like 30 minutes in the morning and I like do it mm -hmm. and I don't think about it. Um, the other day I like weirdly got like some random urge at like 4 p.m. to do like a 10 minute like yoga class. And I just like found myself doing it and I was shocked because <laughs> I like did movement just for the sake of movement, which you I go, don't girl. usually do. That's yes. great. So that's my, my win. Shocks the system. <laughs> you know what I love? Like? You were like no, the thing is, you're like honoring your body, right? You're like, this feels like the right thing to do. I'm just going to do it. And good for you. I love that. Thank you. I mean, I didn't even, I didn't even like, it's like one of those things where you find yourself doing it before you even like make yourself do it. Yeah. Yeah. What's your non scale win? Shari, do you have Dr. Shari? Dr. Shari, do you have one? Whatever. We're, we're friends. We're <laughs> Shars. Um, no, exactly. Uh, you know what? Every my mom and everybody they call me Shah or Shashi. It's not funny. My parents always call me Shashi. Um, I know. Don't we love that? So, and then you know, if they add in my middle name, I'm in trouble. So it's like even with that, even with the cute name, once the middle name is is said, you're in big trouble. So you know, I'm gonna just say my win for the week is literally that we are alive, and I I'm I'm gonna say that in like the most truthful way possible. I think that the hardest job is a stay-at-home mom who also homeschools her children, cleans the house, and cooks. And if you're a single mom I'll add, or a single parent, because I know single dads who are doing this, kudos to you guys. Also, my cleaning woman has like the hardest job in the world. And I mean, I'm like doubling her, her weekly pay um, because it just like managing a household and keeping us all kind of healthy and sane. And my kids are exercising. We're doing some like yoga in the morning. And then I'm trying to do some of that at nighttime. If I, if I feel that I, I can, or I want to, it's, um, that's like an accomplishment these days. It's like just knowing that I'm doing the best that I can do with like what I have right now. I know it sounds silly and, and small. That's but silly. not silly. It's, you know, it's like, this is what I can do. And um, I love my kids' teachers. So, but by the way, also like the hardest thing in the world is being a teacher. And um, they sometimes will message me and be like, "Hey, we see that you didn't turn in the work for this day or this day." I'm like, I am truthfully, I love you guys so much, and I am 
truthfully doing the best I can right now. And we kind of did part of that. And like, it's okay. And I'm, and I've forgiven myself for that. So it's, you know, it's sort of being forgiving to yourself and, and knowing that we only have, there's only so many hours in the day and we still have to make sure that we're taking care of our mental health and sanity and all those other things right now. Yeah, for sure. And that's definitely not silly. So like every, every episode, I'm like, kudos to the moms. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't imagine. I can't. So, I cannot. Like, it's a great job. It's a whole other level. Honestly, yeah. I never imagined this. In my life, I'm like, I would never have imagined staying home and doing this ever. Yeah. Yeah. But he all, came at us we really all quick. Do it. Yeah. Right. We all like are doing what we need to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what's Amy, what's your non scale one? My win is it's coming off of last week. Um, my win, and it's huge, is that I started rereading Intuitive Eating, the book, again in a real Ooh. way. And since I started, like the first chapter, the first principle of it is to reject diet mentality. <laughs> and I do have to say that, like, when we were talking before, like the valve pressure is off and I feel like a relaxed person. Like I'm just so much more relaxed. Like the pressure I was feeling like that I thought was like the pandemic or the stress, it was really just coming from my, like my own internal pressure. And I just, I feel like just a little better. And the one I saw this meme and I sent it to Sammy. It was from the witty idiot. His tweet was, um, I'm not even enjoying the weight that I'm gaining. Like I'm not even enjoying the process. <laughs> yeah, and I was right. like, that is still with me. And I'm like, yeah, fuck that. Like if I'm going to, yeah. like I'm eating this shit anyway, like I want to enjoy it. So that's been my week and I'm very, very happy. So we'll, we'll oh, check in awesome. next week. That's great. Yay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So recommend everybody to read that book now, if you have time um, to get that. It's good. Um, Okay, so that was an amazing episode. Thank you so much, Dr. Shares, Shari, for joining Dr. Shah. us. <laughs> What's your middle name? Brooke. You know, Brooke. my middle name is Brooke, and I always thought Shari it should Brooke. have been named Brooke. Shari Brooke. Yeah, that's that's the name that is like if I'm being scolded. Shari I wanted Brooke. to be named Brooke when I was younger too, to be just a, a phenomenal name. And Brooke no, or I'm, Madison. Why well, wasn't my okay, name that's Madison? A good one too. <laughs> Yeah, because that, I mean, that's a great name. But when I was 12, why didn't I just say to my parents, look, I want to be Brooke. Let's just swap it. Like, we're, it's done. Let's just, let's just, let's take a, well, take a turn here. Well, thank you, know, you so, so much. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, Dr. Brooke, for joining us. <laughs> um, <laughs> if anybody has any questions, where can they reach you or want to do a teleconsult? How can they um, reach yeah, out they to you? Yeah, they can reach me on they can reach me on Instagram at Dr. Sherry Marchbine. And my website, which is linked to the teledermatology consults, is drdrsherrymarchbine.com. All right. Well, if anybody has any questions, please reach out and um, email us dst at betches.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Go follow us at Diets Are Tomorrow. We're doing, oh, this, by the time oh. this comes out, by the way, everyone, please go message Sammy. When this, this is Sunday, this comes out Sunday, and it is technically Sammy's wedding day. <laughs> so, oh my God. Oh my God. Send her a happy Hello, wedding Sammy. day. <laughs> 
Thanks. You know what? You know, Dr. Dr. Brooke, you know, I'm going to have to come in and get my pre-wedding treatments again because we thought we had done them, but we clearly hadn't. So now I just have my treatments to sit in my apartment. But correct. I get compliments on my skin via Zoom all day. So I mean, your skin looks amazing. But trust me, we are all like my face is falling by the moment. So we're all kind of going to be needing a little zhuzhing when we get back into the office. It's true. true. Um, You're you're on my list, honey. You have my number. (laughs) We're good. And um, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. And Sammy. We're always with you. Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is hosted by Aileen Cooperman and Sammy Fishbein. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Our podcast producers are Mike Coscarelli, Sean Kilby, and Carly Rice. And artwork is by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram and email your questions and non-scale wins to dst at betches.com. Betches.